the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 5 Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Hear the words of God and the prophet Agur again. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. A word is the smallest component of language that carries meaning. In God's inspired scriptures, the Bible, every word is specifically chosen for its value. God has purified His inspired words very carefully. As silver, purified seven times in a refining fire, until they are perfectly pure. And he will bless and protect any person that trusts him and his words. David expressed the sense of this proverb with these words from Psalm 18 and verse 30. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. God's way is perfect. He has examined and perfected His Word, and He will protect those that trust Him. How do you trust God? You believe what He has written. Do not question God's words. He has magnified His Word above all His name, and He will not forgive any tampering with it. Satan's questioning of God's words ruined your first parents in the Garden of Eden for which he is called the father of lies. God mocks and ridicules textual critics and Bible skeptics that tamper with his words. Do you have a word-perfect Bible? Do you trust each word? Do you value the statements of Scripture as pure and right, so that you hate every contrary opinion? Can you say with David, Thy word is very pure. Therefore thy servant loveth it, as David did in Psalm 119 and verse 140. And David also said in Psalm 119 and verse 113, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Jesus and Paul had word-perfect Bibles, and they never saw or heard about the originals. Any person referring to originals is either confused or lying. The originals were never in a book for anyone to use. They were never appealed to by anyone for any matter. And the Bible itself never recommended their use. Copies, translations, copies of translations, and translations of copies have always been used. You just need to find God's Bible. Consider how Jesus used copies and translations. He defended the resurrection by the single word am in Matthew chapter 22 verses 31 through 33 and he declared his deity by the same single word in John chapter 8 and verse 58. Jesus argued for his divinity from the single noun Lord in Matthew chapter 22 verses 41 through 46 and he rebuked the Jews by the noun gods when he declared that the Bible's words cannot be broken in John 10, verses 33 through 36. What about Paul? He defended salvation by grace and the spiritual promises to Abraham 
by the difference between the singular and plural of seed. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 16, Paul knew God's scriptures use the singular seed in all promises to Abraham as found in Genesis chapters 12 through 24. To their shame and condemnation, modern versions corrupt God's seed in those promises to Abraham in Genesis, flagrantly and profanely destroying Paul's lesson from Galatians chapter 3. Did Paul truly trust every word of God? He sure did. He based his argument for the end of the Old Covenant on the integrity and meaning of the word new in Hebrews 8.13 and the three words yet once more in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 26 and 27. And Paul exalted God's role in your salvation by changing from the active to passive voice of the verb know in Galatians 4.9. There are at least 12 more such one-word arguments in the New Testament. Do you trust your Bible like Jesus and Paul trusted theirs? Do you have the Bible you can trust? Since the English Revised Version of 1881, new Bibles appear at the rate of one per year. They add words, delete words, and change words to defy God's inspiration and preservation of pure words. The textual critics and profane skeptics behind these versions do not trust God or His words. They trust themselves and their natural profession instead. Do you trust what the Bible's words teach? Do you train your children like God says they should be trained? Do you give sexual due benevolence often in your marriage, as 1 Corinthians 7 teaches? Do you practice first fruits giving from Proverbs 3? Do you reject the company of fools from Proverbs 14? Wives, do you submit to your husbands as Ephesians 5 teaches? Do all listeners obey the ordinances of civil government according to 1 Peter 2? Do you give thanks in everything? Do you reject all bitterness? Do you always speak with grace? The purest trust in God is your trust of His words that affect your life. It is easy to speak of trusting God as a fair being, but the true test of your faith is your willingness to alter your life now and to trust Him for eternal life to come. If you trust His words about this life and the next, He will be a protecting shield to you. Are you attending a church where every pure word of God is preached? Or are the assemblies filled with entertainment and the sermons filled with fables and illustrations. It is your duty to find a church where every word of God is preached with confidence and conviction. For man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Amen.